Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. There's over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio and get your free audiobook today. In this episode of Cause Talk Radio, I'm joined by regular Joe Waters of SelfishGiving.com for The Joe Show. We talk about popular posts from 2019, including several interesting research studies on guaranteed minimums and corporate development salaries, as well as social impact statistics you should know. We discuss Larry Fink's CEO letter focused on sustainability and Robert Reich's claim that corporate responsibility is a sham, and we wrap up with some resolutions for corporate development professionals. Along the way, we come up with a fun idea to have a social impact book club, so let us know if you'd like to join us. It's always a great time when Joe drops by, so be sure to tune in for a fun and hopefully somewhat educational conversation. Today, I am joined yet again by my friend, Joe Waters of SelfishGiving.com for The Joe Show. Happy New Year, my friend. <laughs> hey, Happy New Year, Megan. Thanks for having me again. You know, I, you know, I was afraid 2019 was going to be my last year. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, I had a long, hard think about it over the holiday. I, you and, know, uh, new decade, new you, stuff like that. You I know? don't know. So, I can't do so, it without you. you I know mean, that. I am honored to be included in your new decade. Although, <laughs> although some people, some people say the new decade doesn't begin until I know till the end of the year. Blah blah blah. It makes I, no sense. I don't agree with that though. But it makes a hundred percent sense. If you have a baby when they are born, are they a year old? No, you have yeah. to go through twelve months and then they're a year old. It's the same right. thing with the decade. Oh That's, my god! But now, now, Megan, this worries me though because I'm afraid that I'm still on probation then for this year. You like, are. I thought I you made it. You are always into, on probation. I thought I had made it into your <laughs> 2020s. Now I feel like I'm going to be stuck in your teens forever. Do you know how long we've been doing this podcast together? I went. I was oh. looking back through an episode to see if we had a guest on like ever. Yeah. And I think we started this in 2012. Really? Holy yes. Moses. I didn't think it went that far back. You know how old we are? That's so old, dude. <laughs> Well, fortunately, only one you of us. You used to is have aging. hair when we started this podcast. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had like thick, thick hair. You and... did. You had like Fabio hair. That's right. And I remember you had to leave early from the podcast because you had school stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm Those thrilled to be days. here with you in 2020. Yep, and uh, absolutely. glad you made it back from uh, Gay Paris. Yeah, and piece. lots of fun. And I was on the lookout for uh, French cause marketing. I didn't <gasps> Did see you find any. any French I, you know, cause I really didn't even see any. You know, it was kind of interesting. <sighs> I actually had a couple conversations with people and they were like, yeah, that's not really. Yeah, we don't do that. You, know, you don't see a lot of that stuff, you know. So, uh, <laughs> although I did get some great examples from someone in Amsterdam that I'm going to profile oh. on my blog soon. Ooh. So I think that would be kind of interesting. Okay, anyway. exciting. We will taking, look forward to that. Taking off in the Netherlands, right? Okay. <laughs> and you can't call the Netherlands Holland anymore. I don't know if you know that or not, but they're oh. the same. Don't call it Holland anymore. So Okay, okay, good to know. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. many things to look forward to yeah. from Joe's newsletter coming up. Well, speaking of your newsletter, uh, you had a great, I think it was your probably your first newsletter of the new year yeah. in which you recapped some of your top posts from 2019. And there were two that I wanted to kind of bring to our listeners' attention if they hadn't seen them because I thought they were so interesting. 
interesting. You did some interesting research amongst your community, one yep. of which was a salary survey. Yes. And then the other one was asking you about minimum donations, which I think are two super hot issues for yeah. uh, corporate development professionals. So yeah. can you give us sort of the highlights of each of those quickly? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll you know, the the salary survey is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. But, you know, it was always one of those things that you think to yourself, like, gee, do I have a big enough audience to do the salary stuff, you know? And uh, but I really felt I did. And, you know, we ended up interviewing 241 people. That's good. Yeah. Surveying 241 people. And um, and we looked at. Um, a couple different things, but the really important thing was that we looked at job title and then we looked at salary and length of employment. So that's what we were really asking people. Okay. You know, for information. So we got salary information. People can check this out on my site and we'll put a link uh, in the show notes for this. But we did partnership vice president, partnership director, partnership manager, partnership officer, and partnership coordinator. So I really tried. Now, you know, Megan, too, though, that the titles for corporate partnership people are all over the place. Exactly. Right? It's, so what I did was I kind of streamlined it by, uh, by categorizing those different titles by the ones that I created. And, uh, you know, but it was really interesting, you know, where people were making the most amount of money, which was really out west uh, when we broke in the country into four different quadrants. It was really people out west. Really? Um, yeah. It, they were making the most amount of money. That surprises me. Yeah. They, and As somebody um, who lives out west. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know what I think it is, though, too. And this goes to show, like, you know, getting results from people is that we were mainly getting people from California, right? Uh, okay. You know, in well, that the California area and stuff like that. So, I yep. mean, even though I think we had a good distribution of people, um, I do think that, you know, you get a lot of nonprofits in the California area. So that's going to skew uh, yep. some of the results. Um, what was really interesting about the employment stuff, though, was looking at the average duration and the tenure. And as you can probably imagine at the, you know, the manager level, the officer level, the coordinator level, Megan, it was short. It was yeah, less than two what, years. What, two years? Yeah, yeah, two years. And the best, of course, in terms of length of employment was partnership vice president at three years, 10 months. But you know what? I don't know. What do you think? I didn't even feel like that was very long. I feel like you need to be somewhere three years to even completely understand what the hell's going on. I know. <laughs> and I like be able to, you know, make a dent in any way, shape, or form. How long were you at... Um, Bos- Why am I forgetting? Yeah, Boston, Boston Medical? Medical Center. I was there yeah. seven years. Yeah, seven years. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's like a, a, a meaty, hefty tenure. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, yeah, know, I mean, it, does, it doesn't surprise me, though. It doesn't surprise me. Like, I remember this is not necessarily relevant to our industry, but I've got mm-hmm. friends that live in Silicon Valley and they're like, if you're not jumping jobs every two years, people think you're like old and right. withered away in some job. Yeah. So I think the perception of tenure has <laughs> shifted as well. Yeah. That is yeah. interesting though. That doesn't surprise me about the lower level positions being two years. I mean, yeah, that seems... right, right. But I do think it speaks to, you know, corporate partnerships are not always an easy gig, right? It's a challenging, no, absolutely. It's a, you know, it's a challenging gig. It's uh, a sales and- job. It is. And it's tough. And, you know, when I think a lot of people, they end up in it and they wonder whether, gee, is this the right place for me? Yeah. And um, and I think that's why we see it. And, you know, salaries are an issue, too, when we look across the country, especially when, you know, I was looking at some of the salaries in the, you know, the Midwest regions that weren't Chicago and how much lower they were in particular areas. So it can be very challenging. 
Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's great data. Thank you for sharing that. And we'll yeah. include a link to our to that in our show notes. And then the other one was about minimum donations, which I think is always fascinating. Yeah. Um, it seems like such like a hot button issue. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that like you can you can tell share us what the, share with us mm. what the breakdown was in terms of people who required minimum and, and didn't. But a lot of people that required minimums, like it ranged from like five thousand dollars to five hundred thousand yeah. dollars like yeah, it, it like was all a five thousand dollar minimum is barely a minimum i mean it right. depends who you are but you yeah. know yeah, yeah. It's a gray. It, it, i mean it was crazy in terms of you know the number of people how did it uh, break down again like people that required and they didn't well about sixty percent of people that responded to the survey didn't require a minimum oh, interesting commitment. yep so you know and it, let's face it too for a lot of people you know it's kind of funny because you know i asked this at one point too in in the um in the survey, it's kind of like, Joe, we're just trying to get partners here. Yeah, you know I, love I, mean? that. Like, I love you know, that answer to that question. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's hard. It's hard already getting these people. And now yeah. to put a minimum revenue commitment. So I think in a lot of ways, it's kind of that purview of the bigger organizations are able to do that. I was just going to ask you, you didn't break it down. Did you break it down like of the larger nonprofit organizations? These were yeah. the ones. Well, we didn't do did. it by that. But I did ask okay. people, if you don't require a minimum revenue commitment why not and uh, okay. the majority of people 43 percent said asking for a minimum c- commitment will scare the partner away yeah that was Do there you think that's that, true yeah that was oh wait a minute there was one actually above that uh <laughs> and this was the one i was just telling you about yeah uh, joe, <laughs> joe we're um, just so happy to have, I'm a just happy to have a corporate partnership <laughs> yeah i don't want to rock the boat right yeah. uh and and then people were saying you know but um but people in a lot of times too people just didn't have the minimum you know, they just were like, yeah. we don't have a policy uh, that requires a minimum on something like this. But well, but I, mean, I, I think sometimes like so, for example, there are some partnerships. I, I just interviewed Kevin McAndrew from Save the Children on the podcast last week, and they were talking about, you know, the fact that he they try to really focus on transformational partnerships in mm-hmm. which they can accomplish something to, together that they never could have done individually. And some of it is like around technology and technology solutions. And, you know, they're creating like incredible, incredible technology in developing countries. And like, I don't know if they're making like they're requiring minimum donations there. I mean, they're they're investing millions of dollars worth of technology. But in terms of writing an actual check to the organization, like I don't I don't know if they require a minimum, but like there are certain circumstances that it's such a great fit that it you know you may not require a minimum because you're going to be able to spread your impact so much wider so right part of it may be a discretion thing yeah and you know what was interesting is when we asked people if you've asked partners for a minimum revenue commitment how did they respond and most people said they didn't have a problem yeah and you know or they were kind of like yeah that's right and you know this is something that's i think is important for minimum revenue commitment though is it's important for us to educate people about why a minimum revenue commitment yeah Yeah, you got to make the case for it on something like that and i just don't think most nonprofits feel comfortable with that right now yeah no that's fair well i think that's also fantastic data and we'll make sure we can link to that in the show notes as well um over on the engage for good site our most popular content is always social impact statistics you should Mm -hmm. know and our january newsletter always features kind of like you know fresh statistics that you can use for your pitch deck. So I'll put a link Mm -hmm. to that as well, because that's always a good, everyone always likes a good statistic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. 
Selfish Giving's Joe Waters has a book recommendation for you called Tribes by Seth Godin. This book was published over a decade ago, but according to Joe, it's even more relevant today. With fragmentation happening at every level of our culture, it's important to know what audience building really is and how to build a loyal audience that, over time, can be activated and or monetized. You can download Tribes for free on Audible with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. Well, let's talk about uh, 2020, speaking of New Year, uh, mm-hmm. since this is our January show. So one of the things that I wanted to bring up with you, did you see the uh, Larry Fink CEO yep. letter, the BlackRock? Yeah. yeah. So his yeah. focus this year, like he kind of... He's kind of doubling rocked, down, right? He kind of rocked the boat last year by saying like, right. oh, you need to focus on purpose, CEOs. Like we care about this stuff. I don't think he used the word purpose, but mm-hmm. social responsibility. Um, this year, his focus is on sustainability and he's predicting a significant reallocation of capital into sustainable strategies and the need for companies to prepare to navigate such a transition. So that's pretty fascinating. I feel like everyone is talking about sustainability. Yep. Um, it's fascinating. Microsoft just came up with a pledge. You know, you hear companies saying like i'm going carbon neutral microsoft has said they're going to go carbon negative and their goal is to remove any carbon they've ever put into the environment since they were founded in 1975 Mm -hmm. so (laughs) they've taken that like carbon neutral to a whole new level so i think just this whole i mean sustainability i've been waiting for this tipping point for a long time like we don't at engage for good like you're not going to hear us talking about supply chain, right. you know, uh, material, materialities, things like that. Like, that's just not our focus. But the second that sustainability starts becoming, like, something that's conscious to mm-hmm. employees and consumers and companies start talking to their employees and consumers about it, then we're interested because, you know, that's more of the communication piece and how you're trying to get people engaged around that particular issue. So I think 2020 is going to be the year of talking yeah. about that big yeah. time. Yeah, what do you no, think? I agree. And, you know, I think the challenges, though, too, is that we're going to see more and more people, though, call these companies, you know, call them the bull. Right. You know, in the sense like Mm. saying that these companies are not doing what they should be doing or that they're not doing enough. And, you know, one of the things that I would suggest for people is definitely read the article that you just mentioned on Larry Fink, um, but also Robert Reich has published an opinion in Newsweek called Corporate Social Responsibility is a Sham. Mm. Uh, You know, pretty strong words from from Robert Reich, as we kind of of, uh, come to expect them. What he talks about, and I do think he makes a very compelling case that, you know, you have these people who are part of the business roundtable and they're saying, hey, we need to be doing more. But when we look at what they're doing with hiring and wages specifically, they're not Mm. doing enough. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, at Walmart, instead of a holiday bonus this year, Walmart offered its employees a 15 percent store discount. Come on. Wow. Right? Yeah. You know, Generous. I mean, and, and that's in the backdrop that Walmart saved $2.2 billion this year from the Trump tax cut. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they did really, and you know, and that being said though, Megan, I think you and I can both agree that Walmart does pretty good on the corporate giving. When you look they at do. the percentage of dollars do. that go back, yeah. you know, they're not at 0.8% like most uh, businesses. They're, I think they're at 3 or 4% or something like that. Well, so that would be higher. super high. I mean, yeah. to your point, so many of these businesses, when you, when you actually look at what they give as, you know, a percentage of, I think it's usually revenue, right? Mm-hmm. It's 1%. And that's yeah. high. 
Right. That's high. So I think yeah. to your point of companies saying like, oh, we're leading with purpose and we're doing all this stuff, like, you know, not only are the Robert Reiches of the world going to be looking at what they're actually doing when yeah. it comes to internal policies, employees are now, they have so much more of a voice. They have so much more of a platform. You hear, you know, employees speaking up all the time. Yep. Um, I can't remember. I was just looking at a survey and I, I think it might have been the... Uh, I can't remember if it was the trust barometer, but it was mm-hmm. talking about um, employees speaking up and feeling empowered to yeah. speak up, feeling like they should speak up. So between yeah. employees and then consumers who are like, wait a minute, you're not paying your employees well, but here you right. are kind of, uh, you know, in, in asking us to raise money for homelessness or something like that. Yeah. You know, That's like right. these things are totally yeah. incongruous. So we need yeah. to come up with a new term because we had pink washing and yep. we had green washing. <laughs> so now we Perfect have to come watching. up with something else. Yeah. I mean, you know, people talk about, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they talk about all these different things, but I think it is. I think people are asking bigger questions about these yeah. companies. You know, as they well go they in, should. And, as and well they, they should. go into a Walmart and they say, you know, that's great that you're doing something from Children's Miracle Network, but why aren't you paying your employees a livable wage? Yeah. Or why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that and stuff like that? So, you know, but I also think, too, that we also need to be encouraging companies to do the right thing and not to right. be so negative on them, because I don't know if that helps either. Right. Don't let the uh, uh, what is it? Don't let the perfect be the em- enemy of the good or something like right. that. That's yeah. Saying. Yes. Yeah. We, I mean, that, it's hard, though, because you on the one hand, you want to applaud the companies for the work right. that they are doing and you don't want them to stop doing good community focused work. And right. you also want them to pay attention to their internal policies and procedures and things that are happening within their own four walls. Right. Um, I think part of the problem there too, is like sometimes the authority for those two things is not, does not Mm -hmm. sit at the same place. So I think that's why this whole like CEO movement is becoming Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. important because if it comes down top down from the CEO, then all of a sudden you've got like department heads paying a lot more attention than if it's just like the the VP of CSR, like, Hey, we got to do this. This is important. Right. You know, if it's coming from, a single siloed place, it's not as powerful as if it's coming from the CEO. That's right. So that's right. And it'll be interesting things, to see. You know, let's face it too, these things don't happen overnight. You know? no. So, no, 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 no. I mean, I have to admit, even here at Selfish Giving, that my <laughs> one employee... Tell us about your internal policies yeah, there. So, you know, I have, uh, you know, I have a CSR program. And, I think you um, treat him very well. Yeah, and Charlie the Yorkie, um, is my one employee, you know, so I mean, he's my constant companion during the day. He does copying. He does shorthand. I mean, he does a lot of different yeah, things. But he's got like costumes and stuff. I think yeah, he's doing okay. I think he's pretty good. And I also, but I'm also delivering an extra milk bone every day to him. <laughs> Give him a little bit extra, you know, so I'm trying to take it up a notch. So in addition to giving to good causes, I'm trying to say, hey, I want to take care of my employee. I want to take care of my people. Well, maybe you should stop locking him in a cage during this podcast. (laughs) Although you kind of have to because he's so loud. (laughs) (laughs) If he would just stop talking. I mean, I think the key is to get, uh, I'm sure he says the same thing about me. Uh, You know, I think the key is to hire the right employees. And I just want to just go on the record right now on the podcast. A Yorkie is not the right employee. Okay, so <laughs> but uh, you for know, any but, business or just for your business? For any business, believe me. <laughs> so I think you know. So I think Robert Reich is is right with these companies, and yeah. I promise in 2020 I'm going to make amends. So glad that you did that yeah, here in a public yeah, forum on Cost Talk right. Radio, yeah, Joe. That's right, yeah. Uh, so I'm well, making a... I, I love the fact that Robert Rice is talking about it, though, quite frankly. Like, the fact yeah. that the words corporate social responsibility came out of his pen makes me 
thrilled. Yeah. I mean, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I hope to see more people kind of weighing in on things that are important in that way. Right, right. Have you read Reich's book? He actually wrote no. a book, he, it, and it's called The Common Good. And oh, I think he yep. talks about a lot of this stuff. Yeah, so it, be, it might be interesting to pick up. It might be a Writing good purpose down. read for 2000. Excellent. Yeah, we, <gasps> we can do a book club. We could What's do a that? book club. Oh, I would love to do a book. Hey, if you guys want to, if you listeners, if you're listening and you want to do book club with Joe and I, then yeah. tweet us or email us or something and uh, let us know. Because that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be we super We could do fun. like a little conference call or a Zoom call. You can and all I see what some... I'm seeing right now, which is Definitely. Joe sitting in the dark. Yeah, sitting in the absolute dark as the, <laughs> the, the sun goes down here on the East Coast and <laughs> and, and uh, Megan just sees my halo phase. Is that you know, what it is coming out? Yeah, that's right. She's like scared shitless you know what i mean so uh seeing that but yeah book club would be a great idea and you know megan i need like a book club you know what i have only one i have only read one book this january so far okay well it's you still have a like a little bit left to go yeah but you know what i keep track of this and i read eight books last january Oh, dude, you're yeah, behind. I'm way behind. How are you doing last I'm January? Way behind. You clearly, we're so, not busy enough. Yeah, so I, I know. I guess not. So I, I really guess you also need weren't to... traveling internationally, though. So that, that's that right. That's true. Took a chunk that's out true. of your time. Yeah, you've and got, I am devoting. I am devoting more time to employee relations now. That's true. That's yeah, true. The whole milk bone process yeah, does take a little takes bit time. Long. You know what I mean? So. Anything else you're watching for 2020 that we should talk about just briefly? Anything well, you've seen? Have you seen anything for Super Bowl? We're going to have to do Super Bowl show. No, I haven't seen anything for Super Bowl. The only thing I saw was my my New England Patriots get knocked out. Oh, yeah. That's why you don't care yeah, anymore. That's very true. sad. Very sad. Yeah. So, yeah. What's this the first yeah. time in how many years they haven't been oh, in? Oh, my goodness. They were, what was it, the past four or five years? Gosh, are you going to watch this year? Years. Oh, absolutely. I got to watch for the commercials. I got <laughs> to, right. you know, we got to watch for the commercials. Cause related commercials. If you know where okay. you want to know where Joe and I are going to be on the Super Bowl, it's going to be on our respective couches with Twitter open, that's tweeting right. about the uh, social impact commercials that we that's see. That's right. Yeah. I know Verizon's we'll doing some something, but that's all I know. So we'll have yeah. to, we'll do a post Super Bowl. That'll be our February episode. It's about Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you're looking forward to besides Engage for Good in Austin in May? I know. So many fun things to do. Um, You know, one thing I wanted to bring up was I thought this um, from uh, talking about international stuff, our friends uh, across the Atlantic in England, uh, remarkable partnerships there. Jonathan Andrews Mm. runs a great organization there. And he came up with, um, I believe it was five uh, corporate partnership resolutions for 2020. And uh, I thought we might talk a little bit about these, Megan. And uh, one of the things he talked about was, you know, that I will make the company a hero in 2020. And I think this is something that's really important uh, for nonprofits to get their head, you know, their heads wrapped around that they do really need to, you know, to give that company visibility and to, you know, especially because we're talking about marketing partnerships, not talking about charity partnerships. And, you know, it's interesting, Megan, I'm trying to make that distinction more with my nonprofit clients talking about like, there's a big difference between a charity partnership and a marketing partnership. Charity partnership is because a company supports you because they just love what you do. A marketing partnership is when they realize that they can make money. There's something in it for them too. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like his, I like his number two. I will define my top 10 to 12 prospects and ignore all others. I think that's so important because it's so easy to get spread too thin. Yeah. Um, And he's talking about focusing on partnerships that are realistic, valuable and long-term. That's That's right. That's right. And you know, I do think 12 is a good number too. 
too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, let's look. I mean, most people aren't Children's Miracle Network. They're not Coleman. Right. They're not St. Jude, where they had dozens and dozens of corporate prospects. You know, to look at the list and say, hey, you know, the, here are 12 good prospects uh, I could focus on. And, you know, one of the things that I've had to remind nonprofits too, Megan, is that Look at the pecking order in terms of money that is donated out there. Where does most of the money come from? It comes from individuals, right? Where's yeah. the second biggest pot of money? Foundations. Foundations. Where's the third pot of money? Dead people. Fourth. I was going to say, is that corporate? That's yeah. right. Corporate <laughs> is all the way down at fourth. So one of the things yeah. I tell people is like, you know, you should be focusing on those three things first and then corporate. So the Thanks. idea of a good nonprofit, uh, you know, a mid-sized regional nonprofit, local nonprofit having 12 corporate prospects is not a bad idea. Yep. I like yeah. that. Yeah. With something what are the like other that. ones that you like? Um, I like the one we say is, you know, I will, uh, I will say no to opportunities that do not fit with that cause. And Mm. I think that is becoming, uh, you know, really important because I do think we, you know, nonprofits have to ask the question, like, is this a good fit for my organization? And, you know, is there some liabilities here too? Uh, Because as you know, Megan, reputation is everything, especially Mm -hmm. these days. You know, all you need is something for viral online to, you know, people start talking about you and you run into some really uh, strong headwinds uh, from people. And you have to think about those things. And we all know how much uh, just a couple of years ago, Wounded Warriors lost. You know, they lost over like, you know, they saw their funding go down by like $150 million or something like that. That's a well Uh, talking about reputation. I mean, that was not pretty. Reputation. So you want to be careful of the type of partnerships that you're building on. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite one on the list overall is I will go for coffee with people outside of fundraising. I think that's applicable for any industry that you're mm-hmm. in. I don't care if you're a company in the outdoor industry. Like it's good to go to people coffee with people that are not in your industry talking about what you're talking about. Like hear right. what other what other industries care about and how yep. they're approaching their challenges and their problems. I think that's really great. Yeah. That said, and, you should 100% come to Engage for a Good Conference. Absolutely. <laughs> and talk amongst yourselves. Absolutely. But um, no, I do think that's I do think that's important to talk to other folks outside of, you know, preaching to the choir. Don't just talk yeah, to the, your fellow choir. Well, I mean, let's face it, mates. though. Let, let's be honest with our audience here, though. If you're a corporate partnership person, where else you're going to go besides Engage for Good to meet all your fellow peeps in That's the field? True. I mean, it's the place to be. But I do think John makes a good point that when he's talking about, uh, you know, meeting with other people, other people from different companies. One of the things yep. that he points out in that spot is he says you should meet with other people from other departments in the yep. organization. I was like, yep. that's a really good point too, because, yep. you know, everyone's got a different perspective on this. And let's face it too, a lot of these decisions about corporate partnerships are made by committee. They're not made by <laughs> one person, right? You know, you're Amen. talking to marketing and human resources and the executive suite. So it's good. And to probably more and more, more and more like the human resources piece. I yes. Think is oh, I mean, that's something that's so. really, really important too. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. That's that's a great article, and we're going to include that as well. We're going to have so many links in our show notes today. It's super no, exciting. It's really incredible. As always, it's so fabulous to talk to you, and uh, it's something I look forward to every single month. So thanks for being here. Thanks yep, for sharing your smarts with everyone on the pod. And uh, seriously, people, if you want us to do a book club, because I'm serious about that, yeah, that was like that. an idea that we came up with on the fly during this podcast, but I... Uh, 
I think we'd be, I'd be up for it. I mean, yeah. even if we just do like a quarterly book or something, yeah, I right. would definitely yeah. be up for that. And, you know, one of the things I would love to do too is, is to pick some things that may be a little bit non-traditional. Like, yeah, I, you totally. know, I think, no, it doesn't think have to be straight business book purpose. Yes, yeah, that's I agree. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could read like off of Oprah's book list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It should be, non- it's going to be nonfiction for sure. But yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And not too history wonky because I'm not good at history books. Uh, I know it's your favorite. I, I'm not good that's... at reading history books. I've tried. Yeah. Right. All right. We'll see what we can find <laughs> anyway. And that's the thing is we'll have to find a list of books that we both approve of. Oh, that's and fine. And I think that that's will fine. produce We can do good... that. Yeah, I think that will We'll arm wrestle at a that's right. for good. That's, well, that's not fair. You'll win every time. It's true. I have been lifting weights, so you're going down. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in today to Cause Talk Radio. As always, you can find Joe at SelfishGiving.com. You can, and also at Joe Waters on Twitter. Of course, you can find me at EngageForGood.com and at Megan Strand on Twitter. So thanks again, Joe. Talk to you next month. Awesome. Bye.